Hello and welcome to the Manhattan Project. I am your host, Reed, and I'm here with my co-host, Ian. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode one of the Manhattan Project. I'm here with my co-host, Ian. How's everyone doing today? Pretty good. So in this first episode, we're going to try to introduce ourselves, give you guys a little background on who we are, where we're from, why we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just a quick wrap around. Let's do it. Ian, you want to start? Sure. Where are you from? I kind of have an interesting life story. So I kind of grew up as something, I guess the label is TCK, which kind of stands for Third Culture Kid. Damn, I never heard of that. Yeah. So basically what it kind of stands for is for kids who grew up kind of moving around different countries. Why haven't you ever told me that? What do you mean? That saying. TCK? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, It's not a word a lot of people know, so I feel like... Yeah. Like, unless you're sort of involved in the community, you don't really know about it or hear about it a lot. Yeah. Is that a common phrase, though? A lot of people have used Yeah, definitely. What is it? TCK. Third culture kid. That's sick. Yeah. So... um, Go on. Yeah, back... No, you're good. Back to the explanation. So, like I was saying, it's about basically families who move around a lot um, and kids who kind of go to international schools in different countries... So, for example, like, my parents are from the U.S., and I have U.S. citizenship and everything like that, but I was born in Sweden, and then I moved to Shanghai, China, where I went to a British international school for a few years. After that, I moved to Poland, where I went to an American international school, and then, lastly, I went to a city called Shenzhen in China as well, where I spent about eight years um, going to an international school there as well. And it's really interesting because... Um, going to all these different countries and kind of traveling in these different regions becomes so normal, like, so normalized for me and, like, other TCKs alike. TCKs. Um, (laughs) that, like, (laughs) traveling and experiencing different cultures is such a... It's something we almost take for granted at this point. A lot of people don't experience it at all in their lifetimes. A lot of people don't leave, like, their home countries in their life. But for us to be able to kind of already have that worldly knowledge, just being, like, just growing up in different countries, I feel like we've been able to, um, like, we kind of take for granted the ability to absorb cultures more, so than other people who can now go into new, like, things and relearn stuff. Yeah. So tell them, where are you now? How did you get here? Where are you studying? Yeah, so now I'm in New York. And first time living in the U.S. Yeah, it's so my entire life I had just lived out of the country until I was 18 where I was applying to colleges because I was graduating high school and um, my parents didn't really want me to go anywhere but the U.S. because they figured it would be better that I could be close to um, like my relatives and stuff that have lived here this whole time. So, like, I did high school and middle school all in a big city in China, so I figured that if I could get into a school in New York, I would be able to kind of transition a lot easier. So then, yeah, and then now I'm here. Welcome. Thank you. 
We love to have you here. <laughs> so tell us about yourself, Rude. Myself? Well, I was born on Long Island. No, actually, I think I was born in the city, in New York City. Okay. And I grew up on Long Island with three other siblings and my two parents. My parents are from California, from San Francisco, but they moved here for work. And then I was born, and I went to Catholic elementary school, middle school, and one year of high school. And that sounds terrifying. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> My family's not even religious at all. It's just a thing Long Island people do. They yeah. send their kids to Catholic school. Was it, like, intense? I feel like being around, like, nuns and priests all the time sounds no, like such a scary thing. Not at all. So the middle school I went to... It's called St. Patrick's. There's a bunch on Long Island, so I'm allowed to say that. But um, it wasn't, like, what you would think at all. It wasn't very, like... We went to church, I guess, like, once a month as a school. We'd walk over to the church because it was next okay. to our building. That's interesting. Isn't that weird? Like, the whole school would go, like, <laughs> 800 people. And then, um... No, it wasn't that, like, religious, I guess. I guess we did have, like, religion class, like, once a day, but it was, like, the basic stuff. I guess because we were in, like, middle school and stuff, but, um, yeah, it was quite weird. Did you ever think of applying to, like, any religious-based, like, colleges? No. So then after middle school, I was kind of forced to go to Catholic high school because my two brothers went to Catholic high school, and you had to take this test called the co-op. Have you ever heard of that? It's like a standardized test that basically, like, tells tells you, like, if you... It's like the SAT and ACT, but for high schools. And it's, like, I think it had, like, religion on it, too, because it was for, like, all, like, Catholic high schools. Like, that was a topic that you had to... Yeah, and it was, like, English, math, maybe religion, maybe I'm wrong, but, um, we had to take that, and I'm horrible at test taking, and I... Def, you don't get your grade back, or maybe you do, I don't know, but I, I definitely don't remember my grade, but I know I did awful because I barely got into, you're only allowed to apply to three different schools on your list, you put a list down, and, like, the order mattered, like, there was rumors if you put, like, one school first, like, you're definitely getting in, but if you put a second and you still do well, you're not getting in. Oh, what? Yeah. So I put the hardest school to get into first because that was the all-boys Catholic school that my two brothers went to. Mm-hmm. And I remember everyone, like, after the test, like, three months after the test, everyone got, like, a letter in the mail in January. And it was, like, your call... I know it was, like, your high school, like, admissions letter. Yeah. And I remember that high school that my brothers went to, they sent me a letter, and they basically said, like, you didn't get in, but since you have, like, legacy and stuff, like... We'll let you in. We'll let you in. Wow. So then, uh, months go by. Here I am in this all-boys Catholic school, and I literally bombed everything. I didn't know how to do school at all, coming from, like, the easiest middle school, where, like, they didn't care. It was, like, kindergarten work to, like, this school was intense. It was harder than our university we're at now. Yeah. But um, I eventually failed three classes at the end of the year, and then... They politely asked me to leave instead of kicking me out because they didn't want to be on my transcript. 
So then I went to public school, and I think public school was the best decision ever because I think it opens us up to many more different cultures and, like, different backgrounds, whereas when I was at that private school, there's no, it was mostly just white okay. people coming from money, I guess. Right. But then when you're at public school, you realize, like, not everyone is like that, and, like, there's people from, like, different backgrounds that, like, these kids, like, have to leave school early to go work to, like, pay for their families and stuff, which is cool to, like, learn about and, like, see, because I was privileged enough to not do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, after high school, I ended up going to school in the city. Now, here, me and Ian are. We actually met. Should we tell them how we met? Sure. Meaning both did random selection roommates freshman year, and clearly we got chosen to be together, and Ian didn't have... Well, I guess you did have social media, right? Yeah, I did, but I couldn't... And, like, you didn't care... Like, you weren't, like, an American that, like, cared about it. Yeah, so, because I never really post on any of my social media. Like, it's very rare, like, maybe once a year, depending if it's, like, something that happens. But, yeah, like, when I came... So, when I guess, when we were, like, selected as roommates, I was still in high school in China, and in it's China... like, the end of high school, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely towards the end. But, like, still just being there, you don't have access to, like, Snapchat, Instagram, Google, Facebook, Twitter, like, and you don't have access to regular social media that you would here in the Which U.S. fucking crazy. Yeah. But I could, like, I still had all of them, because you could use, like, a VPN to get... Like, to pretend like you're in a different country type of thing. But those are all starting to get banned in China as well. So that's starting to become less and less of a possibility. So you weren't on social media where I could, like, search you. Because obviously that was the first thing I'm doing right when they sent me your name. I was searching you on everything. And I couldn't find a single thing. Yeah, because, yeah. And I was scared. I remember I was so scared. I was telling all my friends, like, this kid doesn't even have an Instagram or, like... I don't even think you had a Facebook, and I was like, this is scary, like, is this kid gonna be a freak? <laughs> and then fast forward to move-in day. It was so you, random on move-in day, because yeah, we, we didn't we didn't really talk a lot before. And kind of we didn't we talk at all. No? We, very, like, very minimally. Uh-huh. We talked about, like, what we would bring, and, like, <laughs> so I think awkward. our favorite type of music, and that was it. Oh. Like, that was literally it. And What did I say my mu- favorite music was? Rap? <laughs> <laughs> you said anything... I, you said anything but country, but now you're a little country boy. Really? And it bothers me, because I don't like country music. Wow. <laughs> but, um, like I was saying, so we, when we met, we were moving into the dorm for the first time, and we hadn't really talked, but we both just pulled up with our parents in our cars at the same time, outside of the, Literally the, same outside of the dorm, <laughs> and... Like, it just by complete I'm, chance. I saw Ian. Nothing against this. <laughs> my, my first impression of Ian, he had... Was it electric blue? No, no, no. It was... Purple? Yeah, it was purple. Ian had electric purple. I don't even know if that's a color. Hair. And I was like, oh, shit. This is gonna be a weird one. This is weird. Yeah, I went through a long phase of, like, dyeing my hair different colors. And at one point, I was really into this, like, silver color, but every time that I got it done silver, it had to be purple first, and then yeah. it would fade into silver, and by the last time I got the <coughs> like, the purple-silver thing, um, like, he had just made my hair purple. He just didn't uh-huh. care anymore. 
Oh, I remember walk, going up to the room. I guess we did take the elevator. Yeah, we definitely did. Because what floor were we on? Yeah, 15th. we were on the 15th. And moving in, I think we were dead silent. Didn't speak to each other. We only spoke to like our parents. <laughs> Meanwhile, we were standing next to each other. Literally Very strange. a foot away from each other, like making our beds, just not oh, communicating at all. God. And so that went awkward. on for like the first... Like, month. Or, like, no, like, semester. I feel like we barely talked. We'd have awkward encounters. Yeah, of like, yeah, do you want to yeah. play, like, Xbox? Do you want to play zombies <laughs> together? Yeah. That's, like, all we would do. But that's also, I feel like, because I struggled a lot trying to, like, meet people and, like, make friends and yeah. stuff. Whereas, like, you didn't as much, so you had a lot more people to, like, hang out with and go see and shit. Whereas I was just kind of sitting in the room. Because I didn't really have anyone to go hang yeah, out Yeah, but I think you were more... That was, like, healthy of you where, like... You did talk to people and stuff. I just try to make friends with random people, regardless of their, like, intentions. Right, right. Because, like, so many people fresh from here, I'm not friends with those people anymore. Yeah. They suck. But I feel like that's normal, though. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The first night, was that the first night, the incident that occurred? Yep. Yep. The, first, <laughs> the very first night. The that... first night, I went out to this club in Midtown Manhattan it's my first club experience, I think, and I went with one of my best friends that went, goes to my school as well, and it was both of our first nights in the city, and we were like, let's just send it, let's just go to this club and get fucked up, and we went, blacked out, came home at like 4am, <laughs> blacked out and came home at like 4am, and I threw up all over my bed and all over the new carpet in our dorm room while Ian was sleeping and I had to throw everything out and did you wake up to like nothing in the room and, or did I have a no, blanket? So literally I woke up I didn't like apparently he was vigorously puking all over the apartment I'm not the apartment the dorm sorry um like like for a while and I didn't wake up at all like I, I kind of sleep like a stone brick and, but at one point I kind of just like opened my eyes for a second in the middle of the night and all I see is Reed hands and knees on the floor <laughs> Just rubbing the ground, and I'm like, alright, I mean, I can't deal with this right now, and I just turned over and went back to sleep. God, that's scary. And then I woke up, and you had no sheets, and the rug on our floor was gone. That <laughs> uh, was an animal. That lasted for, like, until COVID came. That, that oh, phase for sure. of blacking it, out and, like, literally ruining yeah. everything lasted for, like, a year. Yeah, you were, like, a demon. But, um... But also a normal thing, though. Yeah. But then eventually, me and Ian started talking more. How do we get close? I don't know. I guess just... I guess just living together. And then you would have, like, your your friends would come over to the dorm and stuff. And then... Yeah. Like, I guess we just kind of got acquainted that way. Yeah. And also, I feel like what made us closer was smoking. Because didn't I introduce you to yeah, smoking you did. weed? Yeah, you did. And... I, with my other friend, who I met that year, we used to go into the bathroom in our dorm room and hit the bong for maybe, like, how long at a time? Like, two hours at a time? Yeah, at a time. And just then this tiny in there. cubicle bathroom. Too. Yeah, very tiny like, bathroom. there's my, nowhere to, for two I people I would sit in the bathtub, and then my friend would sit on the toilet seat. And I remember we would do that literally every single day for, like, three months, then eventually Ian was like, you know what, I'll try it out. Then Ian started coming <laughs> into the bathroom and joining us, and yeah. now, and now what? 
And now you smoke weed. Yeah, now I'm part of the culture, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, I had a question about your high school, though. Yeah. Um, Which one? Private? The Catholic No, public, public. Public. Because it's probably, like, I don't know how it really works here. So with, like, you know, with, like, AP yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, like, those types of programs, I know I didn't have a choice to go into mine, which was, like, the International Baccalaureate. Like, I had to do it. You had to. Yeah, I didn't have a choice. It was part of, like, the school curriculum that yeah. all students went through this IB oh, program. Shit. But did you do, like, AP and all that stuff? I did, uh, I think, three AP classes. But we weren't forced. It was more so, like, what you've taken in the past, and if you've taken, like, if you excelled in, like, other classes with, like, A's and, like, say, like, science classes, like, I excelled in, and then my advisor, is that what you call them? Or guidance counselor? Yeah, that's the one. Um, my guidance counselor was like, hey, like, you're good at this, like, you might as well just do the AP class, because, like, you're qualified, and, like, you could get a college credit for it, or some college credits, I guess. Right. So they had to, like, bring it up to you to even, like, yeah. Like, yeah, we, like, were in force, but, um... With that being said, I didn't get one college credit because <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know, I guess I didn't, you can't fail them, but I didn't get a good grade on yeah, to get the, any of my three AP classes. Do AP classes have, like, levels to it? Like, is there, like, a higher level AP versus, like, a standard or a lower level? I don't know. I don't know. That's how it works it's, with IB. I, it's called IB for you? Yeah. yeah, well, it wasn't, like, I feel like it's a little bit more rigorous than AP, yeah. but... Oh, AP, I remember I took an AP, um, I think it was AP Environmental Science I took. It's the biggest joke. It was easier than all my past science classes. Yeah, we literally, the teacher did not care about anything. We just sat at any of the lab tables, got to go on our phones. I remember the classroom was on the first floor, and... Like, kids in my class, they would all open the windows and, like, hop out and, like, run on the grass oh. and fuck with the teacher. And the teacher oh was, like, God. this innocent lady that was so sweet, but, like, she, like, wouldn't rat anyone out. Oh. And, like, we'd all cheat on our test. Oh, that was... I miss high school. I miss high school, too, honestly. Like, wow, now we're fucking here. I know. We're making a podcast because we have nothing else to do. <laughs> no, but I don't know. High school is... Both so much fun, but also so difficult for me. Really? Like, I've had such an easy time in college compared to high school. I did so bad in high school, but... Really? Like, now you do amazing in college. Yeah, I do so well in college. I feel like a lot of people think that college is going to be ten times harder. I think it's more so, like, it's ten times more the responsibility because no one's telling you what to do yeah. or when to do it. No one's telling you, like, oh, you're going to fail if you don't do it. Like, you're literally just going to fail if you don't do it. Like, no one's going to remind you. 100%. Which I think, honestly, makes people, like, makes it easier for people. Because I think people, a lot of people, I think, um, do better in college because they have more responsibility. At least for me, I know. Yeah. I do. I like having control where I could, like, do it on my own time. Like, do the work on my own time and, like... Yeah. I don't have someone nagging me or, like... My parents asking me, like, what did you do today? How was this? What did you learn? Yeah. And it's not Which like they never s- did, really, but... <laughs> and it's not like you're stuck in school for, like, seven, eight hours a day, either. You know what yeah. I mean? So you have more time to, like, plan out your day the way you kind of want to do it, you uh-huh. know? 
You can Which punch- is tricky, though. Yeah, it can be. after me and Ian now, we have an apartment in Lower Manhattan, and now that we're not in the dorms, I really feel, though, it's harder to, like, keep ourselves busy. Because now we're used to school, we know, like, how to do school. We know, like, when to do it. Like, when we have shit done, like, we know we have to get it done, but now, yeah. like, we have so much free time where, like, what do we do? And that's something me and Ian are struggling with. We were trying to find hobbies, but we just can't find one. But I think this podcast Yeah, this might be help. a good... I think this will be a good project to kind of... Yeah, and it's fun. And I don't care if no one listens to it. I yeah, it doesn't matter. But, just for um, us to kind of talk. Actually, I do care. I fucking hope people listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we dive into our lives? What do we do every day now that we're here? We're in our apartment. No more dorms. We have so much freedom. Yeah. Like, what do we do with it? Well, I don't do anything. I have a big issue with, like, I have very little motivation, and I find it hard to kind of get up and go do things. I don't really have, like, the desire to, like, go out and, like, spend time in different places, I guess. Yeah. But... But I feel like you're... Aren't, are you, like, happy doing... Like, you're not, like, unhappy just sitting around, no? But, like, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't mind just sitting here. Like, yeah. But, I don't know. It definitely feels extremely unproductive, and I feel like I'm getting nowhere and, like, kind of digging a rut for myself, you know? Are you nervous right now? No, are but you... I'm sweaty. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you open the window? So, um... No, I agree. I'm totally different, though. I can't yeah, do that. Opposite. I'll go crazy. My mind fucking will go crazy. My thing, though, is, like, I just find it hard, especially in New York City, like, it's so hard to be able to, especially for me, I guess, um, like, because pretty much doing anything in the city requires that you pay a some sum of money. Oh, 100%. Right? Which like, fucking sucks. Yeah, like, and it's not like it's... Two, three dollars, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like 10, 15, 20 dollars. And it's just like it adds up so fast. So it makes it even like for me, I feel like I'm so out of money half the time. Why would I even like I don't have like why can I can't even leave the apartment to do anything if I wanted to? Yeah. I fall into this like toxic trap of where I know I don't have money to spend on these things I do, which involve like going out to dinner with my friends or like going to like a bar or club and like buying drinks yeah. and spend like 200 or 300 dollars on one night out i just do that i think because i'm bored and i don't have like the willpower to stay in and do nothing i'll have fomo or else have an anxiety attack <laughs> yeah but i kind of get that as well though i used to be like that a lot in um in high school because in china they don't really care about like, the drinking age is kind of non-existent. What is it, though? Is there even... I think it's technically 18, but a lot of times, like, in China, they don't even... They, like, they, they never ID for any... Under even, any for, even for, like, Chinese locals? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I've never seen, like, someone get ID'd in China. That's crazy. Well, not really, I guess. The U.S. is just weird. Yeah, the when U.S. I makes here, alcoholics. Oh. They, like... It's ridiculous, honestly. The 21 <coughs> thing. Like, that doesn't even make any sense to me. I feel like that just makes people more irresponsible drinkers, to be honest. 
Oh, 100%. Because, like, imagine... People are waiting, and it's so difficult to drink. People want to drink. Exactly. It's just like being raised when your parents, like, say, you're not allowed to do this. Like, you better not do it, or you're going to be punished, and you want to do it even more. Yeah, exactly. That was me as a kid. That's (laughs) why I I drink a lot now. Yeah, I don't know. In high school, I had a bad spending problem as well, though. Spending money? Yeah. On, like, going out and stuff? Yeah, like, I guess not necessarily going out too much, because... We got treated pretty well in China, cause just because we were foreigners, like, you get kind of put on a pedestal when you go into, like, bars and clubs and stuff. <coughs> a lot of times, you'll meet, like, a foreign manager at the club or something like that. And they and they'll, love foreigners. Yeah, and they'll just get you a table and, like, free drinks and all this sort of stuff. That's so weird, because, like, I feel like if you go to any other country, like, say, like, you go to, like, France or something, and you're, it's, like, a foreigner, no one likes you, like... Everyone's like, why are you, like, yeah. these Americans here? And, like, yeah, that's true. I feel like China's not necessarily different, though. There's a lot of times where you pass people, they're like, oh, like, look at these foreigners, and like, stuff like that, like, as they just kind of walk by, and they just don't think you understand them, right? But, like, obviously, when you live there, you kind of, you try to well, learn yeah, Ian speaks Chinese, so... Yeah, I can speak a little bit. I'm definitely not fluent, but I did learn for a very long time. Uh, sorry guys, we had to take a little break, um, I had to go to the bathroom, but we're back, and, talking about, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about spending money and how you speak Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and kind of how I also had issues spending money in China as well when I was there. In high school, that's interesting. Yeah. I was the opposite, because I didn't really go out in high school besides, like, high school parties where I would steal alcohol from my parents. (laughs) But I feel like that's such a norm here. Like, that's such a normal thing. Like, yeah. when you're a kid, you don't you don't go to a bar. You don't go to, like, a club. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go to a high school party or, like, a house party. You know, something like that. Which were... Did you ever go to house parties growing up? Yeah, we... Like, we would have them, but... Where, in China or Poland? In China. In Poland, I was still in, like... It was fourth to sixth grade, so oh, I wasn't... Okay. I was way too young, but... Um... In China, like... Did right. people have houses there, or was it... it yeah, was okay. apartments, right? Yeah, so let me explain, right? So, so this city is super interesting. So Shenzhen is, like, a very new city. It's only, what, 33 years old now, I guess, this year? Pretty much everyone lives in apartments. There's, like, a bunch of communities. So they're, like, gated, um, like, apartment complexes. So there'll be, like, five to six buildings in a complex. Okay. And they'll be, I don't know... Anywhere from 30 to 50 floors. Jeez. And, but there's this one community where my, um, the high school I went to, the, they have, like, a elementary campus, and that campus was in a, like, a community, probably, like, 10-minute drive away. Uh-huh. And that community had a bunch of houses. It was, like, kind of, like, in, like, a foresty type of thing. Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. It was called Jingshan Hills. Something like that. That really hills of China? <laughs> no, no, no. They were kind of like townhouse style, I feel. Like thin, but yeah. like... But that's where the like kids will have house parties and stuff? Yeah. But even in apartments, too. But apartments were hard because neighbors would just call the cops all the yeah. time. Oh, I miss house parties. I miss high school. The simple, simple times in life. Yeah. It's, it's weird. How much, like, how different. Right. It is. Totally such a different person now. I think New York City has done that to the both of us. Yeah. Well, you don't have purple hair anymore, so... <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but, um... Actually, I feel like New York City really 
changes you and it changes you fast. It's not like you go away to college and come back a different person. If you go to college in New York City, you leave and one month your whole life has changed. Yeah, that's like. so true. Just because so much happens. And, like, so you're much. just, you witness so many, like, random things. And you s- meet and see the craziest, the craziest, most interesting, yet terrifying people that just, yeah. like, change your life for the better or for the worse, I guess. Yeah. And I guess it's all, like, putting New York aside, just, like, the college experience in general. Like, obviously, since it, of COVID and stuff, it was pretty hindered for us, but, yeah. um, I don't know, I feel like the trial and error process of, like, making new friends and stuff like that has definitely helped kind of mature us as well. Definitely. And I think, also, um... Wait, brief little interruption, that banging in the background for the listeners, that's our radiator in our apartment that (laughs) pops and explodes all day. Okay, go on. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. Um, Oh, but I was gonna say, like, for... Especially kids who kind of grew up in the U.S., from my perspective at least, it feels like um, going to college is sort of your first time, at least for a lot of people, um, like your first time leaving your hometown, like moving out of your hometown a lot of time, or going to like, like you're no longer surrounded by the same people, you know what I mean? Like you have to reset, like learn how to like adapt to like, the new environment and stuff like that, but whereas... Um, like for me, I felt like I was, because I've done it multiple times already, like just picking up my entire life and going to a different place. Um, I feel like it was easier for me to adjust to like the, like living here and new environment. Yeah. But like, I don't know, it's still like rough trying to adapt to the the American culture because it's a lot different than what I grew up with. I could imagine. You met me, the crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the short straw. Yeah. Um, right, so should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think we did pretty good so far this episode. Yeah. On our next episode, we are going to have our friend who is a... What is she, a psychiatrist? No, she's a psychologist. psychologist. And she works at a school... Yeah, she's a school psychologist now. We went to school with her. I grew up with her. We're going to have her on. We're going to discuss mentally what it's like living in the city, I guess, and how to cope with different things and, like, our problems about living in the city and challenges. A little bit of our own mental health and, like, the challenges we face as well and how that, like, the causes of it and maybe get some advice, you know? There's a lot to unpack, I think. Yeah, definitely a lot. Okay, well, see you guys next time. Yeah, thanks for listening. (laughs) Peace.